Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Radio, it's episode 535 for October 29th, 2018. And the big games, they be here. A lot of games, a lot of games, a lot of games. On the show this week, we got uh, Mr. Anthony. Hello. And we got Mr. Wombat. Sir. Sir. You got sirred. You got sirred. Anyway, right in the thick of it, video game time, there was a... It was a big game that was out on Friday. I don't know what you're talking about. A lot of people talking about that game. But. If you don't want spoilers, uh, block PS4 share and Xbox share. Yep, I already did it. Muted it. Can't see anything about it. Yeah. Don't don't read any news articles about this game. (sighs) Don't. If you want to know what happens, it's out there. You know, I mean, that goes for any game. The Xbox share or in PS4 share. Any new game that you don't want spoiled for you, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I don't know, honestly, Switch... I'll probably just keep it blocked. Yeah. <laughs> does, um, does, uh, does Switch put a... Uh, does Switch even go to Twitter directly? Yeah, it does. And it, um, yeah, it does. Was it tagged just the game name, right? Uh-huh. I think it yeah. just hashtags the game name. I think you're right, Ken. But yeah, it's... Uh... It's uh, no pun intended. The Wild West out there with them screen chairs. Oh, the the pun was definitely intended. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk video games. Anthony, I know you've been playing. You played a little some. bit of the, that cowboy game, but you played some yeah, other I'll stuff. Yeah, I'll save that. Yeah, so last weekend I wasn't on because I had the opportunity to go and um, engage with people in real life. Um, it was all right. It's overrated. Uh, no, um, there was actually a purpose to it, though. Um, so my friend and I uh, tried to play the new Luigi's Mansion um, in co-op, uh, where uh, the first player, which was me, played as Luigi, and the second player plays as Gooigi. Now go which, ahead and say um, it. It's fine. It's... Yeah, I I don't want to because it's terrible. But it's a Luigi that's sent from the future of luigi's mansion dark moon back to the first luigi's mansion and it's a luigi made out of goo which (laughs) yeah um and that second player plays as guigi who has less health but is invincible so they can keep dying and reappearing after a couple minutes um they're super weak to fire it's interesting concept that the uh that you can partner up and do the entire game that way, but you actually have to have two copies of the game. Um, so we tried that out. Um, it's weird because if it was download play, I could maybe accept it, but there's a delay between when I 
like when we actually acted and it would take place. And it wasn't a delay between I move on my screen and then it's delayed on his. It was I would press left on the um, control pad and Luigi would have a slight delay before he started moving. That doesn't happen in single player. Um, the controls in this game in general just are not good. They don't work as well as uh, the original Luigi's Mansion, which wasn't great for controls, but did what it could with the GameCube controller. Like, that game was still great. Um, it works worse than that. And that's kind of crazy because Dark Moon, which was also a great game, controls fantastic for a normal 3DS. And on a 3DS... Uh, the new 3DS with the controls, second control stick, I would have hoped it would have worked better. Um, but it doesn't at all. Um, so, you know, if you have the original Luigi's Mansion, don't pick up the 3DS one. If you haven't played it before and this is the only way to play it, sure. Um, it's only on two consoles at this point. Um, but uh, it's not great, which is really disappointing. Um and I don't know if that's because Next Level didn't make this one like they did with the Dark Moon. Um, it was Grezzo who did the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask remake, um, which were amazing remakes. But they just I think they were trying to be too too faithful to the original, um, and the small changes that they did make, while interesting, aren't like groundbreaking. Like the uh, map screen is always on the lower screen, just fine, but action buttons could have been put down there so I could control the up and down, left and right aiming with the um, face buttons. So that's kind of disappointing. I'll have a review for that done shortly. Um, I also play... Uh, I'm playing Warriors Orochi 4. 4, yeah, 4. Yeah, I don't know. They're all the same. Who cares? Done. Um, it's it's one of those games, folks. It's one of those games. Um this time, Zeus is pulled... I don't even know anymore. It's all in <laughs> Japanese. There's English subtitles. It's nonsense. I don't know any of these characters. So... It's got a um, Lubu. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't on last week, but... Uh, Mortal Unchained. It's uh, Dark Souls with guns. I'm not a huge fan of Dark Souls, so... The guns didn't save it from that, but it's interesting still. Like, I got further than I think I've ever gotten in a Dark Souls game, just by the fact that gun combat was far more interesting to me. Um, I also played... Uh, so I reached out to an indie dev um, on Twitter after talking to you, Ken, there. I sent him a message just to see if we were one of the ones he reached out to, because you said you didn't know. Um, and he said no, but then he ended up sending me an email with a code for a game. It's called Megasphere. Um, I say now is now is really indie devs. If anybody listens to the show, now is not the time to be emailing me about indie games yeah. or little games or especially mobile games. This this not be the time to send those emails. Just, well, he didn't he didn't send one to us. Okay, well maybe not send them to anybody else either because uh, yeah, yeah. people are a little it, busy it, it right now. Not the greatest time. <laughs> um, that being said, like so, I messaged I talked to Drew about it, and Drew's like that game came out in 2015. Wait, oh. question mark. Apparently, uh, I, I don't know how this works. I don't know how um, early access works on Steam. I don't know if it marks the time when their page was made, or because I know that there's like games that would go through Greenlight that would get a page, but then it wouldn't. The game wouldn't go up, but it would have a Steam page still. I'm not really sure how that whole thing works, but um, it, so it's in early access, but it's get obviously close to finish. It's um, 
it's a Metroidvania sort of game, but um, the aiming is done with the mouse. And it's really interesting because, like, on a little pixelated character, A, the lighting is all sort of new lighting to it, but um, the ammo is on the gun that the character carries, like Dead Space sort of had. Um, it was uh, really good. My mouse died, though. So I had to go and buy another mouse and stop playing this morning. Um, and then we have the other game that I played, which is um, the Cowboy game. So I figure everybody will have something to say about that. So that's it for me. The Cowboy game. The Cowboy game. I mean, unless there's two Cowboy games, in which case, shitty time to be the other Cowboy game. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, so, Wombat, did you play anything besides the the Cowboy game? Um, yeah, a little bit. So I played um, uh, I played a little bit more of um, uh, WWE as I'm preparing to finish up my review uh, and get that over to you. The um, I played some more of the showcase mode, which um, this year is centered around Daniel Bryan. Um, for anybody who doesn't really follow the product, Daniel Bryan is a uh, wrestler that um, uh, has had a pretty eventful career. Um, early on, was kind of one of those folks that people thought was too small to make it in the WWE, and was released from the WWE a couple times and then um, really caught on with the fans and became a huge star and ended up main eventing WrestleMania and being this huge star. And then right at the peak of his career, he had worked, you know, 10, 15 years to get to that point. And right at the peak of his career, uh, neck injuries and concussions, actually mostly concussions, uh, forced him to quit wrestling. And uh, it was a huge, huge blow. And uh, he was uncontent with the diagnosis and spent two years basically going to every concussion doctor he could find to try and get um, uh, cleared, basically. And a lot of other doctors cleared him, but WWE's doctor wouldn't. And finally, last year, he got cleared by WWE's doctor and was able to make a comeback. Um, So he's got a really cool story to do a showcase mode around. Uh, I was surprised that they actually pulled some footage in from a company called Ring of Honor, which is a an independent wrestling organization that WWE usually doesn't use footage from. So it was it was pretty interesting to see that footage in there. Um, there's good interviews with uh, with Daniel Bryan in between each match, basically talking about where his head was at before the match and stuff like that. So um, it's a good uh, it's a good mode for sure. Um, I played some of the universe mode, which is basically um, you take over the WWE and you can book shows and you can decide what matches are going to be on the shows and who's going to win and what the rivalries are going to be and who's going to be connected as a tag team and who's going to be connected as a stable and what they're going to do and who gets title shots and all that stuff. So um, that mode has been expanded over the last year. They've added some some extra stuff that WWE fans will appreciate, like the ability to cash in uh, money in the bank and uh, some other stuff. So it's um, it's a pretty cool mode. Overall, you know, the, the game definitely has some improvements over the last WWE game that I played. Uh, as I mentioned the other day, it's still not perfect. I'm still not huge on the way it plays. Um it's uh, the challenge with that series is that series has always felt more like a fighting game than a pro wrestling game. 
Um, and so because it feels like a fighting game, it kind of encourages you to uh, cheese the opponent rather than make it feel and look like a, a real professional wrestling match, which I think is something that Fire Pro does very well. Um, so it's just it's a different um, it's a different approach. It feels a little because of that, in my opinion, that series has always felt a little disconnected because um, it, it looks more like watching um, a fighting game battle than an actual pro wrestling match. But anyway, I'll, uh, I'll have my review done and uh, over to you, Ken, here as quick as I can. And um, uh, but overall, it's it's an improvement, but still not where I would like to see it be. Um, little bit of, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey this week, um, knowing that it was going to get shelved for a while, uh, once Red Dead came around. So I didn't play a whole lot of that, just kind of enough to get myself to a, a comfortable stopping point and, um, uh, get past the area where I know the first major story spoiler is, uh, well, I guess maybe the second major story spoiler um, so that I, uh, I wouldn't have to worry as much about that. Although I do still have that game muted on Twitter as well. Um, and then other than that, yeah, just a cowboy game. Can I just say a comfortable stopping point is this is the point where if I never come back to it, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's definitely not where I'm at in Odyssey. Oh, okay. Uh, you will go back to Odyssey. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is the same <laughs> thing that unique. happened to me last year with origins. Um, I had to stop. Um, although I was much further in Origins when I stopped. I was probably a third of the way through the game, and I'm not even close to that in um, Odyssey, despite probably having 15 hours in it. Um, the, uh, uh, but yeah, I will, I will absolutely go back. There's only one Assassin's Creed game that I haven't finished, and that's Unity. And at this point, I won't go back you to Unity. Nah, you, you don't need to go back to Unity. Yeah. The story wasn't that important. No, it wasn't, so... <sighs> uh, but yeah, other than that, just uh, Red Dead. I like how I said that. Like Assassin's Creed continuity has any actual continuity between games? Where they yeah, just they've drop sort of given up. Elements. Yeah, they've sort of given up on some of the key pieces. Although I've heard some of that stuff makes a comeback in Odyssey, but yeah, not to the same extent. I've also heard that it was the same with or like I hear that with every game that comes out from fans that were. Oh, but this game talks about that element that you were mentioning. It's like yeah, but. Yeah, you Origins like, really doesn't. You can't drop that entirely and then be like, come back to it, you know. Yeah, or, Origins really five doesn't. Five games later? Yeah, well. The, Origins um, also takes... Well, the game is supposed to take place before, although I heard this one takes place before Origins, and I don't even know anymore. I don't know. That is correct. I, this one takes place before Origins. Origins is about the origin of the assassins. And they are just... Yeah, and this one, it's not that. It's, they're just mercenaries or something like that. I, just, I saw this game move, finally, though, in person, and, uh, oh my god. <laughs> the people are amazing looking in it, too. Yeah, it looks really good. And the the combat animations are actually really good, too. Like, I really like the staff, the combat animations for the staff. Um, they look They look really good. Yep. So, but anyway, other than that, it's just been Red Dead, and quite honestly, I haven't played that much of it. Um, you know, I got it on Friday, uh, installed it. Uh, we unfortunately had a funeral to go to on Friday, so I didn't get back home until late. Didn't get a chance to play it on Friday. Played a little bit on uh, uh, last night, and then um, just enough really to to kind of be in the starting area still. So I mean, you didn't 
beat it over the weekend like everybody else did? I definitely 100% <laughs> did not. We will still be talking about me playing Red Dead Redemption probably mid-November. This is this is a perfect oh, case. Too. This is a perfect case of like I see how much more time people have or maybe how less of lives people have is that I've had that game for almost 2 weeks <clears throat> before it came out and by the end of the weekend there were people that had more playtime in it than I did. Which is in, just insane. Yeah, considering that I've beaten the game, I've done a lot of the the side stuff. You know, my counter is way, 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 way up there, um, and there are people who have played it more than I have over the span of two yeah. days as opposed to two weeks. Really insane. Yeah, like I get it. That's a cool. That's cool that you guys are enjoying the game that much, but. <sighs> Those are the same guys who are out on Twitter going, man, when's the next one? Yeah. <laughs> and I got news for you. It's probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one took eight, right? Yeah, I think uh, Red Dead Redemption was... It was 2010. Yeah, so eight years. I got. I actually looked at my receipt, uh, and because uh, I, I got... I got the original Red Dead Redemption out, uh, mostly because I couldn't remember if mine came with a map. Um, and uh, I bought it at the end of May 2010. I have vivid memories of uh, beating that game only a couple days before my son was born. Good God. And that game came out before children were born. That's how old yeah. it is. Whew. So <clears throat> still, honestly, okay, if you right, watch videos that's of it, a, it still a, actually looks kind of good. That's a that's a really wow. That was a <laughs> this game was made before children were born. Wow, Ken, not your children are born. You got to specify otherwise that statement. He sounds... said our children are born. No, I heard. Oh, okay, I heard before children were born. I was like, well, I mean, yeah. even if I did say it that way, this is a podcast about two guys who have you know eight and nine year old kids. I, I thought that would be self evident as opposed to no, I'm so stupid that I just said that it came out before any children were born. I mean, it was made before Jesus. I mean, this is, come on, man. <laughs> come on. You just being silly. So, yeah. early impressions between you guys. What, I mean, I, I talked to you before the show, Anthony. But what do you what yeah. do you think so far? This, uh... Well, it's it's early, um, and it's the, so the beginning is a little bit slow. Long, very, yeah. but it's very slow, having yeah. having played a lot of Rockstar games, um, I understand that that's generally the case. Uh, and almost always they do that on purpose to build connections with the characters around you. Um, and so far, I think it's doing a good job of that. Some of that, some of it helps that some of these characters are returning characters and we get to see them from a little bit different angle. Um, but, um, you know, in the first several hours that I've played here, um, I think that they're doing a good job of building characterization. I see what you mean, Ken, by the way, about being at a, it being a tough transition between Odyssey and this. Yes. Because um, the games control very differently. Uh, and it's it's a little bit... i got to get my Rockstar uh, head back on. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, I love, even, even early on, um, some of the little touches that they put into their games. Um, 
and you know all the the little systems that actually make sense and don't feel like they're just there to have more systems. Yeah, one of the a couple of the things that I've told people when you go into this game to kind of transition that experience a little bit easier is go into the options menu and set the the tap to run to hold. Um, and that way, I mean, you still have to tap it to sprint, uh, for horse and running, but just for like a standard run, you can just tap the A button and it goes, you don't have to keep tapping it. Um, also turn up the acceleration on the aiming that makes it feel a little smoother. And, uh, another tip, uh, and this has not really been available in most of these kind of games. When you go into a house and you're like searching it, go into first person. Like, it just feels so much more natural in that confined space to be looking at things in first-person mode. So those are those are little little things that you can do. And, and like you said, that's one of those things about Rockstar Games is, like, their stupid attention to detail. I mean, there are literally, like, notes that you find in houses that will open up quests that you may never see unless you go in and pick up those notes. So, I mean, it's just... And I said this in my review, knowing that, you know, Arthur is probably the the most hated character on the planet because he's starring in the sequel to the game and replacing the character that, uh, let's be frank, made Red Dead Redemption so, as good as it was. Yep. So people going into this game are immediately going to hate him. And by the end of that game, I fucking loved Arthur. Great character. I already like him a lot because he's not... Like I, I from the early impressions of like watching videos and stuff, I found like they kind of even made him look like John Marston to some extent, like the gruff sort of. Because everybody else has like mustaches and stuff, and they're like, no, no, this guy's either gonna have a beard or he's gonna be clean shaven. Um, you know, his outfit even kind of looks like John Marston's does. Um, I was like, okay, so they're trying to be John Marston, but they also don't want you to play as him. And um, immediately once he started talking, I was like, wow, okay, this is not. No, uh, he is he is nothing like John. He's Morrison. kind of he's kind of he kind of comes off as like a dumb oaf at first, um, but then you kind of they they've kind of expanded him already very quickly. Uh, like I'm not too far. I'm like I got out of the snow and I've done one mission since uh, I left the snow. I've just been kind of wandering around. I'm and, still in um, the snow. Yeah, the snow is a long... Yeah, and well, like I said before the show, um, if the next Rockstar game starts with snow, it might be out already, because now this is two in a row. Um, awesome, there's a storm rolling through. I can hear oh, the thunder geez. outside, so if I if I all of a sudden just die, then you know what happened. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's going to be a short podcast. This is I got a question for well, both of you, really. Um, I know Ken's take, though, from his review. Um, did you not feel like this is a little much in this game? Like, kind of right off the bat? Like, I, maybe it's just because I finished Red Dead 1 so recently for the first time. Like, the same week that um, Red Dead 2 came out. But this game feels extremely complex. There, times. there are systems upon systems upon systems in this game, and it's it can feel overwhelming, but like I was telling you, a lot of them, they're not exactly things that you have to babysit. And that was one of the things I was concerned about, like the survival aspects and the gun cleaning and, you know, all of the intricacies behind all of the systems. Like, they're there, 
if you want to go pay attention to them, you totally can. But you can also just play through this game with basically ignoring all of them. Yes, things will change in the game, and you won't have advantages that you might have otherwise. But it's never going to hinder you from being able to play the game. Um, I guess the way I I would put it is, like, even when looking at my health items... um, Like, the first game is so simplified... And then it's like, it, it feels almost unnecessarily complex. Like now to get, like to use your animal, you have to, you can skin them, but like you need to take the animal onto the horse and then ride the horse back to the camp. And then it, like, it's just slowly but surely it was like, okay, so you took something that was extremely simple. Yes, I realize unrealistic, um, you know, that John Marston can carry just meat on him forever that doesn't spoil or anything. But um you've taken all these things and it, it feels less game-like, I suppose. And I, I'm not saying that this is bad. I just, it's a lot to hit me with instantly. Like Grand Theft Auto five wasn't this complex and there was a lot in that game too. Um, but it feels already like throwing me into a lot of stuff and not taking time. And I know there's more stuff coming because it's stuff that was in other games or in the, in the last game and I know that they've directly mentioned is in this game, so it's just like holy crap kind of automatically. Sure, I don't know. Sure. I'm, I'm a little shocked, I think. I've never been overwhelmed by mechanics in a game. But it's this it's one of, of those... Yeah, it's one of those things, though, that none of that is necessary. Like, if you don't want to cut and skin animals, you don't have to. You can just go to a saloon and, and eat or drink. You but know, don't, you don't I need it for camp? No. See the thing well, then is, they is you then, could then they so, don't explain that well enough because like there is well they're not going to come out and say uh here's all the systems you can use you can fucking ignore them if you want but you know they're going to tell you that they're there but I'll be real honest with you like you're you're talking about when you go to camp and you've got the 3 meters like the health the yeah. ammo yeah dude mine were red 90% of the game okay well that's and great and to there know, was never like, to me looking at me looking at them I'm like I have no idea what I'm going to do because it's a lot to take in so, and I'm already kind of like, what? One of the things I figured out really late in the game is the ledger. So in the ledger, there's like all these upgrades that you can buy. Once you get a bunch of money and you'll get a bunch of money, don't worry about money, go back to the camp and just donate like $1,000 and buy all of those upgrades and you will not have to worry about that shit at all. Not that you have to worry about it to begin with because it doesn't change anything. It just makes it so you don't have ammo at the camp, which I'm going to be real honest with you, I never fucking ran out of ammo. Not one time in that entire game. There is one upgrade that I will recommend that you go straight for when you start building up your camp. It is for, you can customize, you know, Arthur's room, like his sleeping area. There's an upgrade that you can get. I don't know how long it takes to get this, but it'll allow you to fast travel from his room to any city that you've been to. And... That is one of the hugest things you can get in that game because the fast travel in this game still blows ass. It's just terrible. <laughs> like, having to go to a stagecoach or a train or something to fast travel is just a giant pain in the ass. And this is, if I had one complaint about this game other than, you know, getting accustomed to the Rockstar stiff controls, it would be that this game is probably 20 hours in total and 40 hours of riding from point A to point B. Like, literally, there is so much horseback riding and walking and just not doing anything 
that it's almost insane. And if the fast travel was allow you to go like pull up the map and travel to a place that I've already been just by pressing a button, I probably would have finished the game in 15, 20 hours. But that takes away from the Rockstar game design of the environmental storytelling and the characters having conversations while riding from point A to point B. Exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a huge part of it. It is a huge part of it, but there there are several times in that game where I am riding solo for fifteen cars for ten to fifteen for ten to fifteen minutes I'm riding by myself. And that is the parts that needed to go away. Like there are times in that game when it says, like, Arthur's like, well, I'm done, I'm going to go back to camp. And it will just play, like, a little cutscene and take me back to camp. It should have done that every time I rode by myself. Every single time. And instead, I padded out the game because the fast travel sucks. And that it that is going to be, I will sing that till the cows come home again. I'm not trying to do all these puns, but they're just happening. But if they just would have fixed that, this game would have been so more streamlined. I think it's a it's a concept that works when you're driving a vehicle, you know, that moves fast. But when it's and and like the GTA map has never been as big as this, I don't think. This is um, a pretty big map. I mean, there's a right, lot of yeah. Shit. Um, like a GTA Five's map, I think there's a lot of detail in that world, but it's not as it's not very big, so it's not long to drive. Um, but you also can fly. There's a bunch of options there. So you're driving a faster vehicle. So the ride is not super long. The horses move slow. Even when you're galloping, it's slow. Then they run out of stamina because like my thing is, is like this game does a lot of neat stuff, but then there's a point where it stops being neat and just it's being annoying. So like the fact that the horse now doesn't just have stamina, it has a stamina meter for the stamina meter. Stamina okay. meter for the stamina. No, there's. Yeah, yeah. It's got that. It's got the. It's got the. Your horse's stamina will recharge as long as this is full. Well, it's and... it's it's how it's so that thing is confusing. So basically, what it is is you have your core, which is the lightning bolt in the middle. Yeah. And that that'll dictate how fast the outside ring fills up, and the outside ring is what upgrades as you do more and more things. Right, I've had that happen a couple times just from riding my horse or running yep. around on foot. Um, and I understand that the core is what you are actually refilling when you use an item. Mm-hmm. I understand Correct. that. That's still annoying. It like, is, but it it doesn't really play a huge... Because here's, here's another little tip. If you tap the A button in Rhythm of the Gallop, it doesn't use any stamina. That would have been nice to know. It, I, it I just feel that, like this is going to be the the next GTA game. <laughs> just expect you to fill up on gas, like that. You know, <laughs> have to stop see, at gas I stations. I feel like a lot of this stuff, though, is so. If you go into the game with the expectation that um, it's just going to be, you know, your the standard open world game where it doesn't matter if you eat or drink or do anything. Um, then you're going to have problems like this. But I think if you go into the game with the expectation that the game expects me to to kind of be a little bit realistic and dress warm if I'm in the snow and wear short sleeves if I'm in the sun and eat every now and then, um, I don't feel like this stuff's going to be too much to manage. Because um, most of the time it's just, hey, I'm, I'm you know walking around out here. I notice my thing's low. I'll just pop a can up 
beans or whatever. Um, it's I don't I don't I feel like if you go into it with the expectation that what the game's trying to do is um add a little bit of the hey you can't just you can't just stay out in the snow in short sleeves forever uh, and expect to be able to move as quickly. Um, I think if you go into that with it, into it with that expectation, it seems like it's just kind of natural. Uh, now again, I'm early on, so it's just not really bothering me yet. I guess. Yeah, uh, it's it's just it's one of those things that this game is, and and you kind of got to go into that when the title screen pops up and it says Rockstar Games, you should just probably say, okay, they're going to do what they're going to do, and they don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. Yeah, it's a hundred percent their. I mean, that's their de- design philosophy, right? Yeah. Is they they know what they're trying to accomplish, and they know what their niche is, and their niche is slow moving characterization, um, adding systems to try and add realism, and uh, what do you call it? Um, transition conversations. Like that's their that's their whole thing. Yeah. Um, it'd be like expecting to play a Rockstar game and not commit crimes. Uh, it's it's kind of their thing. That's not again. I don't want to come off as negative on the game. It's it's just it's a thing that I'm not I'm not clicking with yet. Like I'm, I'm still playing it. So obviously it's not a bad game. I would have just stopped if it was annoying, um, fully. But like, that, I don't think that 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 sort of point of view doesn't work here because no Rockstar game has done stuff like this before. Like. No, that's not say, true. Like, they've, had, they, they've had games. They've had. They, they didn't uh, have anything where... that made me wa- like GTA Five is their their last game. It didn't make me go and eat food. Like the, the, the you know it didn't. But it San didn't, Andreas did. Yeah, San yeah, Andreas had that, that. San Andreas had that whole. And what it is is Rockstar kind of builds upon you know the the generation that they're building on. So San Andreas was kind of like the pinnacle of the PlayStation Two era where it had all those systems, like CJ could get fat, he could get skinny, he could have more stamina, and all that stuff was there. And then they kind of started over with GTA V and Red Dead Redemption, so those were kind of baseline. And now we've got to the point where Red Dead Redemption 2 is this game that has been being built for God knows what, eight years now. And they have all those systems in place, and they're all underlying. And if you go into the main menu and you go into the progress area, you can see every... Like, Rockstar hides it when you're playing, but if you dig into the menus, it's all there. Like, here's how much health you have. Here's how much to the next level. Here's how much stamina you have. Is Arthur... Is he overweight? Is he underweight? Is he cold? Is he hot? Is he sick? Is he whatever? Like, all of that stuff is in there. You just have to dig to find it. And the thing that Rockstar does so well is everything is on the surface. Like, you can see when Arthur is skinny. Like, you can see when he's malnourished. His character model shows it, and it shows it well. Because I did that for a while. Like, there was like four or five hours in the game where I didn't eat anything, and all of a sudden my dude's got, like, skinny arms, and, like, his eyes got bags under him because I haven't slept in days and all these things. And it's like, that stuff is cool. It's there. It doesn't affect the game to the point where you can't play it. You could still play through the entire game malnourished and tired. But you're going to have the the downsides of like, oh, I can't run as long, or I can't do this, or like, if my guns aren't clean, they're not going to be as accurate, you know. But it never breaks the game to the point where you can't play. So, I just I think it's because I'm again I think it's it's mostly because I just came off of Red Dead One. Sure. So my my expectations were sort of more towards that. Like it's been a while since I played GTA Five. 
Um, and that if and you, you make a good point, because I, I totally forgot about San Andreas having all that stuff. Um, if that's the case, I hope that this time they don't drop it come, I guess, if, if there's a next generation, I don't know where we kind of go from here in terms of just more more processing power, really. The, the, thing, um, the thing that my, Red my Dead... Thing is I hope they don't drop the concepts that they're introducing here then. So when I become accustomed to what's going on here, it's not like, you know, another... T- 10 plus years before I see them again, because it, it is kind of jarring that this is, this is so, so sort of outside of the realms of anything. The closest thing I can think of it, like in terms of gameplay elements is something like, and it's, it's nowhere near similar um, in gameplay, but just the elements of it is a uh, breath of the wild with the, the weather and the food and having to maintain certain things based on the environment, um, you know, weapon degradation, uh, and stuff like that, but it works in that Nintendo way, so it's not even you know close to what Rockstar is doing, which is very intense to me. I, again, I'm just it's kind of I'm kind of surprised. I think is more than the the word I should use rather than say um, disappointed or upset with if I said that or if yeah. I'm coming off that way. It's definitely a, a mentality of the game that you're playing, and you know, let's be fair, we've been we've been drowned in giant open world games this year that have done so much to, I don't want to say make it better, but kind of streamline quality of life stuff, like stuff that doesn't make any sense, like being able to travel, you know, just with the press of a button or this just works or that just works. And that's not realistic, but hell that's, you know, my character is carrying 27 animal carcasses in its backpack or whatever. And, like Red Dead gets away from all that because Rockstar has always been about, hey, this is realistic, this is realism. It's not for everybody. Not everybody's going to enjoy those aspects of the game. And I like that Rockstar kind of made it so that those things are not necessarily necessary. They're not imperative to like progress the game. You could beat the entire game without interacting with a lot of those systems in depth. But they're there for people who kind of want to... Because I'll be real honest with you... For the first 15 to 20 hours of that game, I didn't mind riding from point A to point B because that world is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it is cool looking. Are you I, playing it on PS4? I'm playing uh, on X. Me. The uh, so the the one the one other just the last point I'll make on Rockstar is they they have consistently been one of the few. Publishers, and I mean, it's a luxury of their success, who is perfectly willing to say, you know what, I don't care if you like it. We're going to do what we think is the right thing to do. Uh, they did it with GTA 4, and that game was mm. polarizing to say the least. Um, they've done it with just about everything they've done. And, you know, they don't, they don't play the game the, sa- the, way, the same way everybody else does, which I think is good. I think it's it benefits the the whole industry. Yeah, and you don't, and everybody else doesn't have to be them either. Like, don't right. don't try well, to be Rockstar because yeah, that's my fe- you know that's my fear too is that that's people a, try to be Rockstar. The um you know the they they have been very successful in their formula over the years, and the um you know they they make the games that they want to make and basically say this is what we're doing. Do you guys want to play it? That's basically what it comes down to, and everybody always wants to play it because it's usually good. Yeah. Um, but um, but you know they don't do PR the same way anybody else does. <laughs> they don't do. No, no they um, don't. 
They don't show trailers early like everybody else does. They they hold their game announcements until the game is relatively close to coming out. They they just they play the game differently than everybody else, and um, I think it's sort of um, it helps their um, it helps their brand because um, you know they make games about outlaws and people who break the rules and do things differently, and um, I think some of their branding is done that way on purpose. Yeah. Um, to be kind of the guys who do things different than everybody else. And again, I think it's a I think it's a benefit to the industry. I think if everybody behaved like that, it would, you know, it, it could cause problems just the same way that I think CD Project Red does the same thing, right? They kind of do their own thing regardless of what the rest of the industry's doing. Um and it works out for them too. So, um I I I appreciate the fact that this game is considerably different than most other open world games because yeah. i play a lot of them that's basically all i play anymore um so i appreciate it's that it's a little bit different it's nice to have a variety in the style like going from assassin's creed to this is is like a huge i mean it's it's a huge like change of pace it's just a different game yeah and that's good because I mean the only downside is is that you're playing two sixty plus hour games back to back, which is unfeasible to most normal human beings. But the, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Red Dead Redemption Two, although both being large open world games with side missions and and character, you know, keeping track of what your character is and what they do, couldn't be any more different. I mean they're just just hugely different games. So yeah, but. I mean, having finished this game, I think it's I think it's incredible. I think it's another. I think it's one of Rockstar's best written games. Like almost every character in the game was interesting, including even side characters that you maybe only see once in the entire game. And that's kind of their shtick with this. And you know, they they played it out before the game came out of this world that kind of is its own internal clockwork. That let's say you save somebody. There's a fucking cutscene, and this is spoiler-free. There's a cutscene that happens towards the end of this game that was affected by something I did very early in the game that I had a complete choice of what to do. I have a feeling I know what you're talking about. No, you don't. You really don't. This is this is like completely side off stuff that has nothing to do with. Oh, what you're okay. Thinking. So it's like a side mission or something. So no, it's, it was a main story mission, but I had a choice of how to handle it. There was two different right. ways that I could actually. There was multiple different ways I could have done it, and I decided to do it this way because that's how I felt Arthur would have handled it. And it came back later in the game during a pivotal cutscene moment, and I was like looking like I was watching the cutscene. I'm like, I remember this person. Oh shit! I did this. It's. I mean, there's. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's a whole chapter in that game that's gonna blow your fucking mind. You're not gonna believe they did that. And then, of course, you know there are it things. Went that, to space. No, just... It's 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 of that caliber of outlay. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's 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 pretty crazy. Trip, you'll know it. You'll know it when you get there, and you'll be like, "Holy shit! This is kind of awesome. What am I doing? Holy shit! You know." And I... it, it's something you don't expect. It's nothing that you could even think is gonna happen. And you're like, right. oh shit! And then of course, there's all kinds of stuff that happens at the end of the game. It's like you are in for a goddamn treat, and stay away from every spoiler you can. Oh, I, I will. And, and, and just to say some positives about it, because again, I, I am liking this game. Um, 
the fact that the the way the weapon system works now, where the horse has the weapons on it, yep, and everything, I like that system because um, it, it makes more. It, it also not only does it make more sense that you wouldn't carry a thousand guns on you, um, and that you can see them on Arthur when he's carrying them. Uh, it also because I had this issue in the first game where it would reset my gun to something that I wasn't using. It would switch to like a a weaker pistol, and because I had to go through all the guns to get back to the gun I was using, that was super annoying. So now that's been fixed by the fact that I can't carry every gun with me. Um, also, you want to see don't... something really cool with the guns? Pull the camera all the way back as far as you can, and double tap the L bumper or the L1 button with um, a pistol out. You'll thank me when you do it. It's it's like, rad. It's rad as fuck. It's little things like that, like when you aim a gun, being able to tap up on the D-pad to fire in the air and scare people. Yep. Like, little yeah. things like that are so fucking cool in this game, because you know, they all do things. I love the fact that I can talk to every single person in the town. And you like, can talk um, to them how you want. There's an early... There's an early there's a, sorry? There, you can talk to them how you want. You you have, like, multiple yeah. conversation pieces you can have uh, with them. Diffuse is one of my favorites. Like, oh, um... The... the there's a bad guy here and he's trying to pick a fight or if he said something to me and I can say something rude back or um there was a, there's a early on there's um an event that happens um one of the like missions right after the intro um and there's a character that's kind of introduced a nameless character I don't um he has part in one of the cutscenes and then I could go and talk to him afterwards like optionally and that the conversation continued yeah um you know the the fact that oh, the hat comes off, which I know irritates a bunch of people, but I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it was um, always frustrating when I lost my hat, but knowing that my horse always had my original hat, I was okay with that. Um, you know, I, I they're they're because one one of my favorite things are shooting the hats off of guys. I can go and just pick up their hats now. Yeah, you can just wear um, them in cutscenes yeah. and everything. You like check out my hat, man. Um, you know, they're uh the the way. The way horse bonding works in this game is fantastic. Uh, it actually makes sense because it didn't. Th- there was some sort of system like that in the first game, but it didn't work right or didn't. It wasn't really in depth, um, so it's kind of pointless to even bring up. Like you had to break the horse, but then there was a bonding method, and like some horses just instantly had it. And I, I don't know. I, I got War Horse in the first game, like when I started it up. Uh, I'm assuming because I had Game of the Year edition. So, um, I just rode that the entire game, and this time, like, I, I'm actually seeing the benefits of riding my horse more. Um, Make sure you get him a set of dreadlocks. <laughs> you, okay, you totally can um, give your horse red dreadlocks. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> um, you know, there. It makes it does. I said this, I think, before the show. Um, you know, it, it's kind of irritating that I can't just carry, like, cut open the animals and take them eat. But at the same time, I do like the fact that, like, you track the animals down. Um, you have to be quiet this time. You can't just shoot them with guns or it scares everything off. Also um, ruins the pelt. Yeah, yeah. Which, which it would. So that's it is really neat that you can find them around water. Like, it just... The, the fact that the first animal you track, um... This isn't a spoiler because it's probably the beginning of the game. You track a deer through the snow, and the deer has left footprints in the snow. So you can 
use their um their special vision mode or you can just follow the footprints yep wait till you track a legendary it gets hard because it's in the snow so like they aren't fresh fresh footprints but they're fresh enough um that you can see that there is an indent because it's still snowing out um you like the fact that you can follow that is is crazy. Uh, there, there, there's a, that's the reason why I said like there's a lot to take in. Um, and some of it isn't really clicking yet, but I'm sure it will. Um, but there's other stuff that seems like so advanced that I'm like, why isn't this been like why hasn't this been done before? Like, what in games where you do do like or do you, when you do hunts, why are you know those tracks aren't like why aren't they there? Wait till you yeah. start tracking like a legendary animal, and you have to create like a a, a tonic that will mask Attract your them. no, oh. that will mask your scent. So based yeah, on the wind, 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 yeah, blowing your scent. Like I just couldn't. Yeah, like the legendary animals are fucking great. Like as they're... someone that likes Far Cry, the 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 well, the legendary animals in Far Cry too. But like the there were things that were missing, like tr- actually tracking the animal. It would just tell you where it is. Yep, no, you gotta track them in this, and it's it's a challenge, and man, when you get one, it's it's so worth it. It's There's so much stuff in this game, and it's just, it's ridiculous how much is there that you can see and not see, and like, it's just, it's nutty. And I'm just gonna say, like I said before the show, um, the fact that they got some of the voice actors back was great. Um, of course, they had to get Dutch back, um, but the fact that they got John Marston, because there was that story that Polygon wrote like a year after the he, original Red yeah, Dead, that was his was, last role. Yeah, he like went he off. Was, he, like, he literally went off in Marston. He went out and got a farm with his family. <laughs> yeah, and then he was done. He was he was not doing voice acting or whatever anymore. And the fact that they got him back to reprise his role, and then not only that, he they actually I don't know how he did, it, but he sounds younger because it takes place before Red Dead Redemption, um, obviously. Um, he actually sounds like a younger John Marston too. Like the guy's amazing. The fact that like I can just go over to him at any time and talk to him, um, even though he's not wanting to converse with me yet. <laughs> There's a um, lot of great things in this game, and and you're in for a treat. Just don't run in towns because that's what pissed me off earlier to uh, today uh, this morning when I was playing. Is I was running through a town, bumped into a guy. The guy got angry, turned around, shot me. So I shot him back, killed him, and that's when the cops were like, "Well, not the cops, but the bounty hunters were on me." Yep. And the thing is, is Great. everything that you do will be remembered. Like they they touted that before the game came out. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I accidentally. Um... Oh god, what did I do to get a bounty on my head? People, um, people. Will oh, remember, I fought one yeah. of the. I, I fought one of the gang members. I didn't even kill him. I just punched him out, and I uh, got a bounty. And then I went and paid my bounty. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's people, and if you go back into the town, people, like I went back to the initial town late in the game, and the the hotel guy was like, "Hey, I remember you. Don't you be starting no fights again." Yeah. He's like, I know, I remember you. You you knocked that guy out the window. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that. Yeah. No, no, I was the guy out the window. You had that wrong, bud. <laughs> oh, this game is ridiculous. It's it's incredible. It's uh, yeah. It finally it finally took it, and you know I figured it might, and it it overtook God of War as my favorite game of 2018 so far. I'm not there yet, obviously. I need to. Uh, I need to go back in and play some more. I I just want to go back in and live in that world. The world is amazing. 
Anyway, anything else about Red Dead before we move on? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm no. super, super looking forward to playing some more of it. Oh yeah, it's uh, My... it's okay. a treat. I did. I, I hope that if anybody steals anything from Rockstar, it's the uh, ball physics. Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, I, the only other things I really touched this week is I booted up the Spider-Man DLC, and then one of those pipe things came up super early in the game, one of the pipe puzzles or whatever, and I was like, you know what? I just I don't fucking feel like this right now. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that liked this. And I turned it off. But I liked them. I oh, okay, so like there's this. two of us. Good. I was like, yep. you know, I play. Everybody else seems to skip them. I'm like, I play Spider Man. I want to swing around, and shoot webs. I don't want to play fucking Bioshock. I want the full Peter Parker Spider Man experience. And if that's playing Pipe Dreams, I prepackaged as a mini game. I also booted up Castlevania Requiem. I bought that. Um, we did not get a code for that. I actually bought that. Um. Mm. What? Why you gotta fuck with them voices? It's fucking PSP I, voices. I wanted the original I stupid dialogue. Prefer the PSP ones. It's it's. I it's, prefer the PSP but, ones. But he doesn't say what is a man. Yeah, because it's. It's not the same. I'm torn. I get it. I get it because it is so cheesy, bad. But at the same time, it, it's kind of like if they didn't redo the voices when they <sighs> no it was it's, perfect. it's poorly translated it's a poorly translated script I don't care it was perfect it was beautiful a miserable, I wish there, miserable should have pile of secret uh, come on that shit's not even in the game now they should have the option to switch between the two for sure absolutely considering this is a $20 package of two very oh, old games you know then definitely uh, I did. I pre-ordered it, so I got like the twenty percent off. But still, I should have. I should have the option to have that original dialogue because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I just know that the the voice actor for Trevor is in both the Rondo of Blood version and um, uh, Symphony of the Night. So continuity wise, it makes sense. But I do agree that it should have the, or I do say that it should have the option to switch to the original. It's not like that's. Hard thing what is to do. what is Patch literally what is literally the first thing anybody says when you say Symphony of the Night? What is a man? Exactly. Metroidvania. And it's not in the game. <laughs> what is a man? Miserable pile of secrets. It's that's it's not in there. It's wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest though, like the alternative or the the, the other side of that is would you know Mega Man 8's dialogue fixed? Mega Man eight? Doctor Wowie, the oh. so Doctor Light with his lisp, yeah. But you well, know, he, he stutters. He he messes up a line and he like restarts the word that he's on. But still, oh, it's so. But bad. still, Mega Man's out there like, hey, Doctor Light. Oh, I'd be, yeah. I'd, but like that's the thing. Like if it got fixed, I think that would be for the better. I, I think people are only holding on to Symphony of the Night because, you know. Nostalgia, the the original script, the game plays the same still. Speaking of which, don't sleep on Mega Man Eleven. Fucking go buy that game; it's so good. Yes, go buy that game. Anyway, uh, but that that's really about all I played this week. I, I uh, here here is a shocking statement. You will hear this maybe twice in your life, but I only played Overwatch once this week. Wow. <laughs> I spent almost every night to the point where my wife was yelling at me like, "You don't ever play with me anymore. You just play a stupid cowboy game." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And uh, side note, now that I think about it, Ken, I'm surprised you didn't have the opportunity to make a dig at PS4 because you can get the original Symphony of the Night remastered on Xbox 360. And doesn't that play on Xbox One? Oh, Symphony of the the arcade version does play on Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Or, and uh, like booting this up on PS4 made me want to go play that version just so I could hear <laughs> what is a man. It's it's terrible. I mean, I have that game on PS1. I have it on 360. I have it on fucking PSN. PS4 if now. you have a PS3 or Vita, you can play the original. Yeah, like I have all of those. I even have the original disc for PS1. Well, like I funny. love. I didn't trade that one in. Nah, I love that game. That game is one of my favorites. But hearing that voice be wrong is—it's just wrong. It's wrong. Fucking wrong. Anyway, let's talk about what's coming out this week. This week's a little more quiet than last week. It kind of has to be. You know, so this week we've got uh, Eight to Glory, the official game of the PBR. I'm assuming that's the physical version because that game's been out for a while. What's PBR stand for? Pro Bull Riding Association. Oh, okay. Shit like not that. Pabst Blue Ribbon? No, not Pabst Blue. It's not the Pabst. Uh, Ark Park, which is Ark Survival, that dinosaur survival game. I guess this is like a theme park version for VR. Um, Call of Cthulhu is out this week. Can reviewing that? I've heard things about that game. Cronus uh, Ark. Uh, Dream Daddy. Dad Rector's Cut is coming to PS4. That's the Game Grumps dad yeah, you, dating simulation. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's really good. It's not my thing. I can't. Yeah, it's not my thing either. That's why. But I mean, I've heard it's really well done. Really well written. And I'm glad to see it come out on something else. That's cool. Uh, Hero Defense, which is a tower defense with RPG elements. Uh, Infinite Adventures. That's a generic-ass name for a game. I don't know what it is. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, the story so far. Which is basically everything. <laughs> the story so far, and it just tells you to take a seat. <laughs> I don't know. You're about to in, in for some shit. Uh, the Mutant League Football. Oh, I'm sorry, Mutant Football League Dynasty Edition, which is basically the collector's edition with a new team and stadium and things. Uh, Paper Dolls. That sounds something. Yep. Uh, Cyvariar Delta. I'm just Could you use it in a sentence, please? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Redeemer, Enhanced Edition. Redeemer was that top-down cyberpunk action no, game. No, that's Ruiner. Is that Ruiner? What's Redeemer? Yeah. Redeemer. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's both that. I, I just um, Give me a second. Redeemer is a intense brawler. Um, it looks like God of War-ish type sort of elements. He actually looks like Kratos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steep, the X Games Pass. That game's still getting DLC. That's I'm shocking. Surprised. Uh, Deathmark, Super Pixel Racers, Super Volley Blast, <gasps> The Quiet Man. That game's out this week. I kind of want to play it. No, you kind of don't. Same... Yeah, I was going to say, I've also heard terrible things. So, uh, Legend. Also, What's that? I looked up Paper Dolls. Paper Doll? Paper Dolls. Yeah. Um, uh, well, not what I expected. I figured it was going to be one of those games. It's a first-person VR horror game. Hmm. That's about weird. paper dolls. Yep. Next up, we've got Legends of Catalonia, The Land of Barcelona. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, Neko Para, Volume 1. Shadow of Loot Box. That sounds predatory. Uh... <laughs> Taiko no Tatsujin Drum Session. So Taiko, that's um, Taiko Drum Master? Yeah. 
I love those games. That's coming to Switch and PS4 this week, so get hyped. I didn't know it's coming to PS4. Lego Harry Potter Collection makes its way to Xbox and Switch this week. So Is that only PS4 then? Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was only PS4 when it came out. Well, that was a weird exclusive. There's literally nothing else coming out for the rest of the year for the 3DS. Just thought I'd put that out there. That's totally fine. Uh, let's go to Switch. What crazy Switch releases we got? Before we go on, Shadow of the Loot Box is a first-person shooter about micropayments, loot boxes, cut content, and everything we love in modern video games. Features, loot boxes, more loot boxes, micropayments, pre-pre-early access, cut content, procedurally generated quests, Ken's favorite thing, towers and outposts, and much more. Lovely. Actually, looks like it's got a pretty good sense of humor about itself. Alright, uh, Switch releases this week. Once again, a massive amount. We've got Sky Scrappers, America's Greatest Game Shows, Wheel of Fortune, and Geoparty. Uh, Gal Metal, Hasbro Game Night, as I mentioned, Lego Harry Potter Collection, Mutant Football League, both hitting that. OKKO, OK Let's Play Heroes, that's Saivar Delta. Save Me Mr. Taco, Tatsukite Taco-san, whatever that is. Uh, Sports Party, Party of Sports, Steven Universe, Save the Light, The Escapist 2, Yomaware the Long Night Collection, Death Mark Again, Hidden Folks, Knock Knock, Numbala, Kitty Love, Way to Look for Love. Okay. I'm out. Uh, Machinarium, Transistor is finally making it over to the Switch. Uh, swap This, Taiko no Tatsujin Drum and Fun, so I guess it's a different version. And Diablo 3, The Eternal Collection. Uh, so that means that Switch is out, I'm assuming, then, too. We're back, baby. We're back. PC oh, releases no. for the week. We got Hentai Casino. <laughs> oh, Chicken in the Darkness. <laughs> okay, hold on. Chicken. Now you have you now you have five countries. <laughs> chicken arise. Arise, chicken. In the darkness. <laughs> Chicken in the darkness. Stay out of the house. Sure. Uh, Parcheesy, dude. They're releasing Parcheesy for the P- for the PC. I don't even know how to play Parcheesy. I, don't I feel know. like that's one of those board games that everybody's heard of and nobody knows how to play. True. True. These are true statements. Um... Anything else interesting on PC this week? So, uh, uh, Chicken in the Darkness looks pretty meh. But Stay Out of the House has a really interesting look. It looks like an old PS1 game. It's how a about new stealth horror game. On purpose? Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> how about... That's apparently an aesthetic now. How about Keyhole Spy, colon, lots of girls? Oh, oh, I was about to type that in. <laughs> no That's the most shivering <laughs> ass thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Hey, they're making a Sharknado VR. <laughs> wow. It's like you're really there. Uh, Bunch of B-list actors. I was, I was, I was hoping Tara Reid wouldn't be there. Uh, ruin my day. <laughs> um, you can uh, feel like your career's hit all the way through bottom, too. Just wait. All right, let's do some news. Uh, Soul Calibur announced its first DLC character. Oh, yes, it did. It's real good. It mm-hmm. is 2B from Near Automata. 
That's right, everybody. You can scrap your create a character version. Or, or is it not to be? That's, that's the question. That's the question. Straight up. Now tell me. <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting the Paul out wow. <laughs> Hey, you know, I bring it. I bring it. Uh, Xbox Game Pass is apparently planning to come to PC. Uh, that was announced on a Microsoft call this week. So, How's that going to work? I mean, the same as it does on Xbox. Uh, just but it's only going to be the Xbox One cross games, I'm assuming, right? Because like a big. Well, thing I mean, the... they would get different licenses for PC. So anything uh-huh. that's on the Microsoft Windows, you know, the Microsoft Store, is up for that. So it's mm. it's possible. Okay, never thought about that. Yep. Um, also, remember we have that XL event coming up real soon. Uh, what is the date on that? Uh, XO18. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get the actual date. And of course, nothing is giving me the date. Uh, November 10th. So, a week from a Saturday. That's soon. That's, uh... That's the last conference of the year. Right. Uh, BlizzCon is oh, this. BlizzCon. BlizzCon's this weekend. Exos the weekend after that, and then there is the Game Awards. So those are the last oh, three. Yeah, big... I, yeah. I guess that kind of counts as. Uh... There'll be a lot of games announced at the Game Awards. So. Yeah, and another trailer for Death Stranding. Everybody, get ready. Oh boy! Speaking of BlizzCon, uh, Overwatch producer Jeff Kaplan, or sorry, game director Jeff Kaplan, has confirmed that there will not be a new map announced at BlizzCon, but there is new content on the way. So, Speaking of Overwatch, have you seen the LEGO sets? Yes, the Bastion one is available currently, and then there's some more coming after that. Yeah, those are pretty freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. The, we talked about getting our son one of those for Christmas, because he loves LEGOs and he loves Overwatch. I'm uh, not even a huge Overwatch fan, and I kind of want them, because they're actually really great sets. Uh, Jade Raymond has left EA Studio. Uh, the one that was working on a new Star Wars game. So yep. She is out. Sounds like that's a curse, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft added a bunch of Halloween games to its Game Pass for October, including Hello Neighbor. So you can play those now on the Game Pass. It's amazing. They're like the Fortnite and Red Dead Redemption news. They're just they're just sharing the space right now. <laughs> With with uh, Call of Duty kind of mixed in there as well, because uh, Black Ops did well, but apparently is not doing as well as it should. I don't know. You know, I mean, it, not surprised because you know, out of all the series of Call of Duties, the campaign in Black Ops was the one that was talked about the most in the last couple of years, and that uh, Battle Royale isn't what everybody wants to play. So saturating the market with battle royale isn't like this the greatest of moves. Even though I've heard that one's okay, yeah, uh, it's good. People, I've talked to casual game players, and they're like, I don't have an interest in battle royale. And some people think that's what that game is entirely now—just zombies and battle royale, which isn't the case. But like casual people at work were like, Yeah, no, I'm not really interested in that. I just want to play Call of Duty. Have they announced the games with gold and? PlayStation Plus yet? I don't think so. Which is weird, because it's like the last week of October. We usually have seen them by now, right? 
Yeah, I don't see yeah, that. Yeah, it would be next week that it hits. Yeah, for right. Xbox. Uh, and, well, it won't be next week for PlayStation because they PlayStation, do that. Because it's the first Tuesday. Yeah, so, but Microsoft would launch on Thursday. And we still don't have them. Interesting. Uh, we talked about Days Gone being delayed last week, I believe. That's yeah. Been pushed out to. It's the only game right now other than. Uh, Re- uh, dead. Wow. Um, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake that I'm interested in next year. And it's more of like a weird morbid curiosity that I have about Days Gone because it's like I speaking just... about games with mechanics it seems interesting but I don't know how I feel about that game truthfully I, just, I think I'm the most positive on it that I've talked to yeah <laughs> like... it just keeps getting delayed and like nobody seems to care about it and like it seems like it's having some sort of like development hell or something I don't know that's, it just that's my worry about it but like from the intro of it I'm like it kind of remind it kind of looks like a Interesting combination of uh, like a naughty dogish type gameplay um, in terms of like gunplay and stuff, mixed with like survival elements like um, dying light, like the way the zombies sort of have like a interaction with the world, which interests me because I really like dying light. So dying light two and um, is obviously something I'm looking forward to, which might be out next year, but. Um, like this is kind of the closest thing I've seen to it, where like the world seems to be taken over and just just small groups of people in an open world. That's the reason why I'm interested in it, and um, I'm hoping it's good. I got a weird prediction for Dying Light too. That game goes into kind of development hell for a little bit, and ends up being a launch title for PS5 and Xbox Two. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, speaking of video game sales, uh, Spider Man was the best-selling game. It's also the best-selling Sony exclusive of all time. It's also already like the fourth or fifth best-selling game of 2018. It sold a lot of copies. So It's amazing what Spider-Man can do as a brand. Especially when it's a good game. game. Yep. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 also set sales records as the best-selling Forza entry to date. That includes the numbered versions. So that's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. The, it, it, best-selling, is that based on how many copies sold, or yes. is that based on how much profit? Okay. So, uh, based on copies sold. So, out of all the Forces, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and Horizons 1, 2, 3, and 4, it is the best-selling one. Uh, I don't know how long the deal's going on, but Microsoft is countering Sony's marketing with Red Dead by offering you $100 off of an Xbox One system if you buy Red Dead with it. And when you combine that with trading in your old Xbox, you can get $200 off with an original, 250 off with an S, and then $100 off on top of that. So you can essentially get an X for like $200, which is kind of crazy. And I will say that Red Dead looks real fucking good on an X. <laughs> Speaking of X, four more games were Xbox One enhanced for the backwards compatibility including Portal Still Alive, Half-Life 2 The Orange Box, Left 4 Dead, and Left 4 Dead 2. So those games all now run in 4K. Uh, I think that's about it. It's quiet time. I mean, we could talk... Quiet time. (laughs) For news. For news, for sure. Yeah. Um, You could talk about the 100-hour work weeks at Rockstar, but I think everybody's kind of talked that to death, so... Yeah. You know... There's that. I forgot to bring up the email, so I'm going to do that now while I vamp on the microphone. 
while I'm clicking through the sign-in process to check the emails. Bring and we have a couple. Emails. We've got two. One's from Michael. It's called New Game Discussion. <laughs> hey guys, because I was playing Red Dead last night, I was looking down at the horse-drawn buggies traversing the dirt roads and got to thinking, how cool would it be if someone did uh, an Oregon Trail reboot? I'm thinking a game with multiple paths, tremendous amounts of dialogue choices that affect the story, and tons of different modes, for example, zombies and vampires. In other words, every single time you played the game, it could be very different. And they could also be having really uh, neat conversations amongst themselves, not unlike the way Rockstar has done here in Red Dead Redemption 2. What do you guys think? Who would develop and publish that? Do you have any other cool ideas for what that game could look like? I'm not one to get you uh, to get nostalgic at all, but lately throwing in Starlink and playing a straight-up new Star Fox game has made me start has made me start to buy into the feelings. Thanks and keep up the great work. I can't speak highly enough about Starlink. That game's so good. It's probably something I'll end up picking up at some point. Um, but I don't have a Switch, so it'd be without Star Fox. Yeah, I've I mean, heard, it's still, I've heard it's great without it. It so, is. Yeah. It's still a good game without him, but let's be fair. He makes it a lot better. Best Star Fox game in a long time. So, Oregon Trail, huh. I mean, there's a game called, and it's it's not, graphically, it looks more like the original sort of DOS version, but there's a game called Oregon Trail, which yeah, is a zombie-based version of Oregon Trail. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I played Oregon Trail back on, like, fucking terrible computers with, like, 14 yep. pixel characters. It's just, I mean, that's a cool thing, but I wonder how many people actually have the nostalgia for that, because I don't know outside of our generation how many people played that game. Uh, I think I'm kind of the last sort of generation to be playing tech stuff, and like even that was kind of a little basic, because I mean, but we, we were playing a game called Cross Country Canada. I know there's a Cross Country USA, which was like a trucking text adventure, which was had its own sort of things that would happen but um i mean if we don't get real-time dysentery then you know (laughs) real-time dysentery i mean there's obviously enough sorry um i was just repeating ken oh okay i didn't mean to cut you off there um yeah i mean it's obviously popular enough that like i can walk into a walmart they sell an oregon trail um little arcade thing that looks like an old DOS PC that you can just play. It only plays Oregon Trail. There's also, like an, Oregon Trail, there's also an Oregon Trail card game. It's actually pretty fun. Huh. huh. Maybe this thing's bigger than I thought it was. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> a realistic Oregon Trail would be kind of neat, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could probably just do it. They could probably do a the Trail to Oregon fucking... Expansion pack for GTA Online. At this point, or not? Not GTA. Red Dead Redemption Online. Yeah, they could, they could actually make that part of Red Dead Online. Maybe there's so. a maybe there's an actual mission in Red Dead. Like I didn't see every mission. Maybe there is one. I don't know. You know, all they have to do is add a couple of extra mechanics. Great. Um, this, like I said, dysentery. Know. Yeah, I you gotta, mean, it, have it wouldn't be surprise me. Also, why do the snakes, like, stay on the road in that game? That pissed me off. Like, I was trying to go to a mission, and snakes just fucking walking along the road. My horse freaking the fuck out. Okay, it, was, it took me a second there, because I'm like, uh, Oregon Trail? <laughs> snakes on the road? Stop it. I, I'm just... 
Next email comes from Neo Shakespeare, Mr. Chad. He says, uh, Red Dead 2, no spoilers. Howdy gang, 43 hours after the game was released, I was finally able to get my hands on this highly lauded and anticipated game. I feel like I barely scratched the surface, but one of the hallmarks of a truly great game is sinking hours into it without even realizing it. It felt like I had only been playing for a couple hours, but before I realized it, I had sunk a total of five straight hours into this thing. I'm not going to drone on about how great it is, but the fact that everybody could possibly enjoy it after the amount of hype it has received speaks volumes. In typical Rockstar fashion, the level of detail put into the game is unmatched. However, it provides an interesting contrast against the GTA series. Whereas GTA tends to be busy, condensed, and fast-moving, Red Dead Redemption 2 is laid-back, sprawling, and slow. This, of course, is not a bad thing, but I can totally understand if it isn't for everybody. I will not be shocked if someone tells me it is not their cup of tea, or campfire coffee, for that matter. (laughs) Arthur Morgan is a cool cucumber and is very well-written and acted. However, there are times I swear he sounds like Carl from Sling Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If he ever starts talking about French fried potatoes or biscuits and mustard, I'm going to lose it. Uh, Although people needn't play the preceding title to enjoy this game, they are definitely going to get more out of it if they had. Some of the characters are far more fleshed out and impactful, even in the earliest chapters. Although the mastery of the controls are demanding in order to adequately play this game, I appreciate the thoughtful attention to animations and the grounded feeling of all of Morgan's actions. I'm obviously going to have to invest a lot more time into Red Dead 2 before I can decide whether it will be my game of the year, but damn if it isn't already and easily in my top three picks. I hope nobody spoils anything for you all. I've already seen a couple of things that are nice surprises for people who played the original. Yeah. Probably going to be talking about this game for a while. Now I'm only gonna picture. Oh, now I'm gonna just be waiting for the. Some people call it a Casper ca- blade. I call it a sling blade. Or, <laughs> sorry, some people call it a sling blade. I call it a Casper blade. Mm-hmm. Oh. Great. Or a little fellow. <laughs> they look like pickers. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be in my mind the entire time I play the game. Now listen. Oh. Uh, oh, great. Somebody needs to mod on the if they ever make a PC <laughs> version. Just put. Just put. Carl from Sling Blade instead of Arthur Morgan. Just <laughs> <laughs> be riding around. And like, I'm hard to stick you up, but that be hands. Oh man. I guess he kind of does have that gruff kind of sound to his voice. Anyway, yeah, Red Dead's a real good game. Everybody, go out, enjoy it. it. Don't spoil motherfuckers on the internet because you're terrible people if you do that. <laughs> People are still spoiling Spider-Man with all their stupid costume picks. Like, it's only been, what, a month? Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. I saw somebody post just, like, straight up a video from the end fight the other day on Twitter, and I was like, how is this okay a month out? They're like, it's been a month, 30 days, man. That's too much time. I was like, motherfucker, not everybody got $60 and 20 hours in a month's time. All I want to do to those people is spoil everything so they get the point. <sighs> I, I just sent DMs to them telling them how Red Dead 2 ended before I before it came out. Oh, <laughs> Here's what happens. Oh, Twitter, 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 Twitter. David tweets in. Sorry, this is a football question, so you guys probably won't have anything about it. He says, Ken, how many years before Gruden realized his car is the one he should have gotten rid of? Mm. 
is a sore subject for me, but uh, I got a feeling if we don't win at least five or six games before the end of the season, which we will not, I think we trade Carr and draft a quarterback. Dun, You're dun, spot dun. on. That was a question that was for you and not for us. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dustin says, if you have a Nintendo Online, don't sleep on Solomon's Key. It's a fantastic action puzzler that's one of the best hidden gems on the console. Yeah, Solomon's Key was good. God, it's been so long since I played it. I don't even remember that game. I really don't. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, that's on my Nintendo Switch Online if I would boot that thing up, I guess. I guess they added three games last week, week uh, before? I don't, I don't know. I don't added four, technically, right? Well, that Zelda game's on there, right? Like, Easy yeah. Zelda? Yeah, Zelda Living in the Life of Luxury, which they should have just called it Easy Zelda because that would have rolled off the tongue better. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna be raw. So you haven't booted my Switch up, and I booted it up the other day because they sent me a review game, and I played it for like all of like ten, fifteen minutes, and I'm like, I, I need to go finish Red Dead. But it'd been the first time that I booted up that system, and God, forever. Um, why does Tony hate on Mario Party? Does his sister always win? <laughs> Joke's not old yet, so I'm just gonna beat it. Fucking <laughs> no, you, you clearly have not been on this podcast long enough. Oh, to know I know, I know, I know. The jokes. I know. Drew fucking had to deal with the Phoenix down fourteen point nine or whatever it was. Yeah, for Xeno Gears. Yeah. Um, jokes never why die. Does, on why show. does Tony, who prefers to be called Anthony, <laughs> that's why I know he you calls you to Tony. Call me Tony? I know. <laughs> I know he likes to get under my skin with a sister that doesn't exist too. Um, yeah, no. Why does why do I hate uh, Mario Party? I don't hate Mario Party. Uh, there's just too many of them that they've lost all their charm. And the charm was go go play any Mario Party and try to win with pure skill. You can't. It's a lot of luck, and most of those mini games are trash. Motherfucker, what do you think Monopoly is? There's a lot Monopoly, of luck Monopoly, Monopoly is how you break up a family. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, especially if you play it wrong and you don't play by the rules. <laughs> um, Fuckers. I think the the thing is is like the mini games, which are the main draw of Mario Party. Most of them are crap. Like most of them are really bad, and you know. A lot of them are slanted towards the benefit of certain sides. So if it's a one-on-three mini game, sometimes you're at the benefit if you're the one, um, and sometimes you're at the loss. Um, and there's rarely a good even balance between people. And it's just it, it, if you played one and two and three like I did, and then you played four and five and six and seven, then you get to eight and nine, and they're just the same crap. Towards the end, it just it got tiring, and like that's the thing. It's just the same thing. It's kind of like the Paper Mario games after Super Paper Mario, not great, and they just kept pushing them out. And same with Mario and Luigi, they just kept pushing them out, and it just it was the same stuff over and over and over again. Doesn't mean the game is bad on its own, but taken in as a whole as a series, it's just it's too much. The same with the new Super Mario Brothers games. They're fantastic on their own, but if you've played all of them, I, you either really love the new Super Mario Brothers series or you're tired of them. And this just happens to be me with Mario Party. 
Alright, next couple tweets from Dustin bring up a fact that... Man, do you know that PS Mini launches in like a month? Yeah, I mean, don't have any games. Yeah, so his first his first question says, so since the SNES Mini had Star Fox 2, will the PS Mini have Thrill Kill? No, and you should be thankful that game fucking sucked. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I played that game in its original form as Thrill Kill. It was a bad game. Then I played it again when they re-released it as Wu-Tang Shaolin style, and it was still terrible. Agreed. Ugh. That's a bad game. His second part to that question is, are they ever going to release the list of games for the PlayStation Mini? You're starting to wonder, ain't you? I have a feeling it's not going to be a very good list. They're supposed to be 20 They're supposed to be twenty games on that thing, and they've announced five. Five. And I have a feeling they announced those five, because they're probably the best ones you're going to get. But what's killing me is how. How do they not have the rest of them set? Well, they have them set. They just haven't announced them. Or they're still working out the licenses. Uh, I can't. It's so close that, like, because the chip has to go in before they seal it up, right? So, like, that has to be done. Because we don't know how it's going to be. Like, it's not like the Nintendo ones where it's accessible through USB, so I don't know how they'd load it on. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have assuming it's just a USB power this time, although there's no power. Yeah, it's it's USB. Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's going to be accessible. I mean, there's like a USB the plug that drive. goes. I mean, there's a plug that goes into it. It's got to have some sort I mean, of storage on it. So, but is it accessible from that? Right? Somebody will figure yeah. it out. Somebody always figures it it's out. It's just it's. I'd assume they'd have to have it done before they seal it in that plastic casing, well, just for the simplicity of copying chips rather than like plugging in a bunch of USB cables to plug it into a computer to copy stuff over. I don't know. This thing feels weird because we don't... feels like it's a cash-in. Yeah, it's kind of coming out super fast and, like... They no analog controls. Finished announcing, and it's not like they're going to announce the rest of it at PSX because, uh, oh, well, that's not happening. Also, I was very disappointed when um, when it was asked on this podcast on what game should be on there that no one sang uh, My Console. You know... Yeah. You know, but I'm just saying, you, you, you sing it when uh, Omega Boost. When somebody yeah. says Omega Boost, then I sing it. But, yeah. you know. Well, it was a perfect time to mention X Files. Nobody <laughs> should play that game. No, you should. That's a bad game. Don't. Bridge Racer, Odd World. Bridge Racer. Tekken Three. <laughs> Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Solid. <laughs> Gran Turismo. <laughs> What's the really weird game that he says on there that's like um, fucking it's not even like a it's like a licensed game or something, I can't remember what it was. It'd be great if uh, hell, I don't know. He never says Parappa, so his song is it's null and void now. Is is Parappa has been has Parappa been announced for this kind of I can't remember what's on. No, it's uh, Ridge Racer type four, jumping right. flash. I don't know if they can even do it because the the lag it's, is terrible. Yeah, right? So, yeah. like... Oh, and uh, here's the list of games from that, that song. Tekken 3, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil, Gran Turismo, Make, Bloody Roar, yeah, Bloody X-Files. Roar um, and then he goes, Come on, Ridge Racer, Oddworld, Winning Eleven. Well, he is from Soccer Europe, game. So, yeah, I know, but yeah. it's just... <laughs> winning Eleven. Winning Eleven. Uh, Dustin says, I finished Elix. What a, j- a fun, janky-ass game. I would have loved to see a more polished sequel, and if not, I'd still play it. You'd, you'd never get anything polished out of Piranha Bites. Nah. 
And Jank is here to stay. Oh, it should be called uh, Piranha Jank. That's the name of that company should be. They're the kings of Euro Jank. Yeah, they're pretty good at it. Uh, He says, I finished Mega Man 11. I only had to use the gear system three times. (laughs) What? I know this was a a sore spot for Ryan when we had this conversation. (laughs) This is a guy that was complaining that the gear system sucked. So... They shouldn't have put it in because it, you know, it was stupid. Isn't that game designed around the gear system? That's kind of the point. That's that's okay. the conversation. Yes, one hundred percent. It's the point. <laughs> I have it. I still haven't played it because stuff is. It's fucking way. great. You should go take three hours of your you life and play, play it. it. And you should play all these other games too. <laughs> life yeah. is imitating Red Dead Redemption systems right now. Hey, you know. Man, damn, there's too much going on. Stop playing Monster World over and over and play these. I haven't. Uh, listen, <laughs> I, do you, I'd be a much happier person if all I had to do. But no, Warriors Orochi needs time. Great. Hey, Warriors Orochi, demand your time. The yellow Fuck. turban. The yellow hey, turban rebellion is coming. Guess what? Guess what, everybody? It's another one of those, but it's not licensed, so none of the characters are fun. Done. Uh. Been playing Horse 2.0, best Rockstar game they made easy. Lots of controls up front, takes a bit to get used to. And I wish Arthur could climb and there was a better fast travel, but really liking it so far. I'm assuming climb everything. I I never found much need to climb in that game. There was always a trail that led up the hill, that, and there's not a lot of hills. or I don't know. I never felt the need to climb, except for the little fences you can jump over, but... Uh, why are cell phone games so much cheaper than consoles since a lot are the same game? Yeah, I questioned that myself when I wrote my review for uh, Super Blackjack Battle 2 Turbo well, There's a lot of games. Edition. Yeah, there's like, a lot of games. Like it was $3 on mobile and there was no microtransactions and it was $12 I think on Xbox. Yeah, Switch does that a lot too. Like, was it Into the Breach is like four or five dollars on mobile, and like the Switch version is like fifteen or twenty or something like that. Oh my god! It's it's a weird it's a weird difference between mobile and console games because they know the console players will pay it to not have to play it on their phone for some weird reason. Cause people don't like playing games on their phone. <laughs> What's the Dave Chappelle skit? I don't like people playing on my phone. I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> I, I don't have an answer to that other than they, they know um, that they're going to pay it. Truthfully. I mean, it was a race to the bottom at one point on the mobile market and it's never recovered. And it, I'm surprised it ever did on like Steam where... Into the Breach is $15 on the system it was launched for, which was PC originally. You know, you know what's funny is, like, and it goes back to that whole perception. Like, if you ask somebody to spend 15 or $20 on a phone game, they think you're fucking crazy. But if you only charge them 15 or $20 on the console, it's okay. Like, yeah. people, and, people feel like... That was some... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, people feel like phone games should be free or 2 or $3. And... Mm. You know, is that because the audience maybe like just the fact that like video game players are used to paying sixty dollars like anything is 
I, lower than. I think a lot of it, and you know, I'm guilty of this as well, myself personally. Like, I don't feel like I should have to pay for anything on my phone because it's just a phone. And I don't know. I, I know that that's stupid because a lot of the things you do pay for on your phone are totally worth the money. But it's just a mentality that I have in my brain of like, I can download an app that'll let me, you know, pinpoint my location. Why would I have to pay for this fucking puzzle game? Uh, you know, it's, it's it's just a mentality. Whereas on a console, like that's where I purchase games to play them. And let's be fair, ninety percent of the free games on consoles, they're, they're kind of shit. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, if you're not paying for a game on console, it's probably bad. And don't pay $15 for the mobile games that Square Enix puts out. And I mean the remakes of Final Fantasy. And, well, I think Chrono Trigger has been fixed, but the Final Fantasy ones, don't pay that. Don't pay $15 for them to ruin Final Fantasy games with shitty sprite paint overs. I also don't want to play Chrono Trigger on my phone. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why anybody would want to, but at least it's pixelated now. I'm also I'm also not the guy that ever takes his switch out of his dock, but that's just me. Like people get excited. Like it's so funny to me when people get excited over games coming to Switch because I'm like, but it's got lower resolution and bad frame rate. They're like, yeah, yeah, but I can take it with me. I'm like, I can take it to the shitter. I'm right? not. I don't give a shit about taking it somewhere. I, I never take my Switch out of the dock. So you're not really giving me a benefit. I can understand if I took like. Like I, I drive to work. Like yeah, well, you don't want to play. I, just a heads up, Anthony. You don't want to play your Switch while you're driving. Yeah, I know. But if you're <laughs> if you're somebody that takes the um, sure, like I, know, the I know. To work, right? I could see that. Yeah, being the yeah, yeah. There's not that many. Like, there's there's no way that everybody that owns a Switch is like, yeah, I need it. Like, take fucking however long you need to take a piss and then come back to the game. Like, no, I don't play video games on on the shitter. I don't. Neither do I. I don't get it. Like, I even leave my like if I'm playing my 3ds, I put it down to go to the bathroom. I'm like, geez, I'm not in and there. I look at my phone that I hold next to my face. <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not in there long enough to to accomplish anything anyway, other than you know the business I went in there for. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, it is funny though, because like at one time on the PC, like you wouldn't have seen indie games be. 20 something dollars because one of my favorite indie games and it's gotta be it's gotta be eight years old now was uh vvvvvv and he originally uh sold that terry kavanaugh the creator sold that for 15 dollars and people said this is way too much for an independent game so he dropped it i think to like 10 and then five well it's it's always when people started to buy it buy it because people wouldn't pay money for an independent release game even it was on steam and stuff like just it was too much and now it's changed where you know the a game that i'm interested in uh the return to obra din or of the obra din which is a first person game that looks like it's playing on an old mac pc um that's 23 dollars in canada so it's 20 bucks in the states i think yeah, no, the, the the stigma around indie games has changed significantly. If you remember when Xbox Live Arcade was, was lighting it up, like, if they were more than $10, it was unheard of. Also, yeah. do you remember when Xbox Live Arcade had a 50 megabyte limit? Your game yeah. could not be bigger than 50 megabytes. Think about that for a minute. 50 megabytes. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Like, I remember the first game 
that kind of pushed it to the limit, which was that uh, that Unreal Engine game with the little robot. Uh, it was like 49 megabytes, and they had to work around the clock to get it shrunk down below 50 megabytes. That's so funny to me to think back to that time. Man. Anyway, last tweet says, Dustin says, I was asked to join an Extra Life team to stream some games for charity. We'll be streaming November 2nd through the 3rd from 4 p.m. to 4 p.m. or later. You can visit jlgame.live those days for links to the different streams. Come check us out. Normally I don't read other people's advertisements, but this is for charity, so I do not mind. So go check that out. Yeah, Extra Life is happening the same weekend as... Uh, is it this? Was it this weekend or is it next weekend? No idea. Let's see. Extra Life 20. I know people that do a campaign for it all year. November 3rd. Okay. So so it is this weekend. Same weekend as BlizzCon. I could totally stream Overwatch for 24 hours. But I wouldn't stream it for 24 hours because I feel like you'd fuck up my lag by streaming. And get one of those uh, shadow recorders. I'm not spending money to stream. I don't, nobody wants to watch me play. I'm terrible. Nobody wants to listen to this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, people download oh, you it. Well, yeah, huh. unsubscribe. I was not saying that you know they enjoy quality entertainment, but well, see, then they're already set up for your stream, Ken. There, boom, done. Uh, no, I, I'm a terrible. You don't want to see me play video games. I'm bad at them very bad at him. I have to play everything on easy with assists because I'm, I'm a terrible game, terrible gamer. Anyway, that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet us, it's at N4G podcast. If you want to follow us individually, it's at Anthony is at NTRSKT. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD content. Drew finished up Red Dead. I have no idea what he's doing next. I know he's taking a I break in the v- break, yeah. yeah, you know to play game of the year games like like spit like Spiderman, Saul Spiderman, and uh, is he he's doing God of War though, isn't he? He's doing oh, he's God of War for sure, yeah. and he has Red Dead. Um, yeah. I know he's angry. He bought it on Xbox, and he doesn't have a X. Yeah, I can. That <laughs> game looks fantastic on a regular Xbox. This one I'm playing it on. I'm not pixel counting. Well, Digital know, Foundry will always make fantastic. you feel. Yeah, Digital Foundry always make you feel bad if you own the worst version because you're like, oh. Yeah, I, like <laughs> when I saw those p- pictures of the faces that you know, sent to the email, I was like, oh, oh no. And then playing that game, I can't tell. Yeah, I'm like sure that it looks seems good. like that's like the picture that was caught mid sneeze almost. Like I'm sure that's the worst of the scenarios, and that game still looks beautiful. So. I'll tell you what, in in 4K, oh my god. Yeah, okay, well, I don't have a 4K television. And what the anymore. fuck? What the fuck? Goddamn I'm, decade. I'm playing, on, I'm playing on PS4 Pro with 4K HDR, and it looks really good. I wonder if the same problem is on PS4 that's on Xbox One. So, HDR on Xbox One X seems like it's fucked. Because I turned it off, and the colors are so much better. And I don't know if fucking Rockstar just messed up the HDR, 
but like I turned it off because somebody online had suggested like, hey, the HDR is kind of broken on Red Dead, and it looks so much better without it. And I don't like. There's only been one other game that did that, and that was near Automata. Um, the HDR looked terrible, and then when you turn it off, it's like so much more colorful. Like most games, like Onrush and Strange Brigade and Madden NFL, like all the HDRs on those look incredible. But on Reddit, it was just kind of like bland and, and like muted. So I wonder if it's the same on PS4 as it was on Xbox. But yeah, it looks real good. So anyway, I think that's all I got. Yeah. So the only other thing is, yeah, um, go play Red Dead, Dustin's. No, that too. Go play Red Dead, and then uh, f- November 2nd and 3rd, 4 p.m. to 4 p.m., uh, jlgame.live to help Dustin with his Extra Life team. Yes, yeah, yes. Go, Dustin. Go. Go watch some streams. My and... sister says you're welcome. <laughs> She's got the Mario Party fired up in the other room. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... That's all for this week. We out. Enjoy your video games. Matches. Peace. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.